everyone to my last episode of the Myths and Legends podcast. Hope you enjoyed the many other episodes. This week, we'll be summarizing all the myths from the past episodes into one. Just a quick refresh on what we do in this podcast. So, we talk about myths and legends, and if you forgot what a myth and legend are, they are stories that were told long ago about gods, mythical creatures, and things that could never exist. And people believe them. They usually have a lesson to learn at the end of the story. The first story we are going to read is Midas and his Golden Touch from our first episode. Midas was a very wealthy king that lived in the country of Phrygia with great fortune. The people of Phrygia were not very fond of him because he never thought about giving or donating some of his riches to the town. He was obsessed with gold. He had to keep it all to himself. One afternoon, the god of wine, Dionysus, and his companion, Silenus, were passing through the country of Phrygia. Silenus was very tired from their long journey that he just fell asleep. Silenus just seemed to have slept on King Midas's rose garden. King Midas reacted immediately. Midas took Silenus and invited him to his castle for a few days. Dionysus was so thankful and grateful that he promised Midas one wish. Midas didn't hesitate to respond. He wished that everything he touched turned to gold. Dionysus warned him, but he could not change his mind. The next morning, he reached over to the desk, and the whole thing turned to gold. He was so astonished and happy that he went around his whole castle, touching everything he saw. After a while, he sat down to eat dinner. He realized that he, couldn't, he could not touch any food or water because it would just turn into gold. He was so worried that when his daughter came in to eat, Midas gave her a hug without thinking and turned her into gold. With disbelief, he wished and wished for Dionysus to take the power away. Power away. Dionysus whispered to him. He said, go to the river right outside the castle and wash your hands and face with the water. So he did. When he came back, everything was back to normal. He didn't want this to happen ever again, so he... So what he did was he finally contributed and shared his riches with the people of Phrygia. For the second episode, I read two stories, Medusa and the No-Faced Doll. Legend states that Medusa was once a beautiful, avowed priestess and Athena who was cursed for breaking her vow of celibacy. She is not considered a goddess of Olympian, but some variations of her legend say she consorted with with one. When Medusa had an affair with the sea god Poseidon, Athena punished her. She turned Medusa into a hideous hag, making her hair into snakes and her skin was turned a greenish hue. Anyone who locked gaze with Medusa was turned into stone. The hero Perseus was sent on a quest to kill Medusa. He was able to defeat the Gorgon by looping off her head, which he was able to do by fighting her reflection in his highly polished shield. He later used her head as a weapon to turn enemies to stone. An image of Medusa's head was placed on Athena's own armor or shown on her shield. The Hanadisi people, oh, the note-faced doll, the Hanadisi people respected what they called the sustainers of life, the three sisters, corn, beans, and squash. The corn spirit was so thrilled to be one of the sustainers of life that she asked the great spirit if there was anything more that she could do to help the people. The great spirits told her that a doll could be formed from her husk. So she made the doll from her husk and gave the doll a beautiful face. Then the doll went from village to village and played with the children. Everywhere she went, and ev- everyone kept telling her how beautiful she was. She, so 
It wasn't long before she came consigned. The great spirit called to her, but before she went into the great spirit's lodge, she looked into a pool of water to admire herself. The great spirit talked to her and told her that if she kept thinking that she was better than everyone else, a terrible punishment would come upon her, but he, he wouldn't tell her what to do. So again, the doll went from village to village playing with the children, and again, everyone kept telling her how beautiful she was. It wasn't long before she became consigned again. The great spirit called her once again as she looked into the pool of water to admire herself before going into the lodge. Upon entering, the great spirit said to her, I have I've given you one warning. Now a great punishment will come upon you. But he still wouldn't tell her what it was. When she left the lodge, she again looked into the pool of water to admire herself. But this time, she didn't have a face. The great spirit had taken it away. Since that time, the Hanadisi people did not put a face on the corn hostels. This is to remind people never to think that they are better than anyone else or great. a great punishment will fall upon them. Next is episode 3. Zeus was born of Titan, Cronus, and Rhea. Cronus was notorious for being a very jealous and greedy deity, fearing that one of his children would take over the throne from him. Cronus devoured every child Rhea gave birth to. However, when Rhea gave birth to her last child, Zeus, she managed to outwit Cronus with the help of his titan, Uranus and Gale. She gave her husband a stone to swallow in diaper as a substitute for her child and sent Zeus away to the Greek island of Crete. Special demons called Curates made noises by beating on their shields so that Kronos would not hear the baby's cries. Zeus was secretly raised by the nymphs and fed honey and milk with the help of the broken horn of the mother goat Amethia. Soon the day came when Zeus was mature enough to accept world dominance and he began a battle against his father and the Titans. This battle is also known as the Titan, Titan Mochi. First, Zeus managed to free his older siblings from his father's stomach by giving him a special herb and making him spit. Then, with the help of the siblings, Zeus overthrew the titans in the depths of the underworld. Tartarus, after overthrowing his father's Kronos, Zeus was confronted by the giant and also the monster Typhon, both of which had successfully defeated. The time had come for the kingdom of the world to be in the hands of Zeus and his siblings. The story of Poseidon. Poseidon is the god of the sea. He has two brothers named Hades, the god of underworld, and Zeus, the almighty god of earth. He carries a trident, which is his main weapon, and is said to be an inventor of horses. Poseidon was known to be a very jealous man, and one day decided that he would like to be appreciated by the people of the land. Poseidon knew that the city of Athens, Greece, had been trying to decide which god they should build the temple for. Thinking that he deserves this honor, Poseidon told the people of Athens that he would be their protector and they should worship him. Coincidentally, Athena, the goddess of war, had decided the same thing. The people of Athens knew how dangerous it could be if they angered or disappointed one of these gods, so they tried their best to stay out of it. Finally, Athena suggested that they have a competition. Each god was to give a gift to the people of Athens and the people would decide which gift they liked better. Poseidon agreed to this, but the people of Athens were still nervous about the idea, for they did not want to upset either god. Poseidon went first, striking the ground with his mighty trident and creating a beautiful, lush river that ran straight into the city. 
The people rejoiced as they saw the water and happily began to drink from the river, but only to spit the water out in disgust. The stream Poseidon had created was not fresh water, but instead salt, which would be useless to the people of Athens. Athena then created an enormous olive tree, which was her symbol, and the people of Athens rejoiced at the new food supply and the shade it would provide to them. Now the people of Athens were nervous. Athena was the obvious winner, but what would Poseidon do if he told them that they lost? Lucky for them, Poseidon spoke before anyone could say anything. You are obviously the winner, Athena, Poseidon stated. Many of the people made the people of Athens always worship you and enjoy the gift you have given them. A bit disappointed, Poseidon slipped back into the sea to return to his watery kingdom where he was worshipped by everyone. Now for the fourth episode, The Legend of Bigfoot. The legend of Bigfoot goes back beyond records, history, and covered the world in North America, and particularly the Northwest. You can hear tales of seven-foot-tall hairy men stalking the woods, occasionally scaring campers, lumberjacks, hikers, and the like. Bigfoot is known by many titles with many different cultures, although the name Bigfoot is generally, generally attributed to the mountainous creature region of North America. The common name Sasquatch comes from Salisquatch, while the Algonquin of the North American region of the continent referred to the Wittico or Wedjigo. Other nations tell of large creatures much like a man, but imbued with special powers and characteristics. The Umbawe of the North American plain believed that the Rugeri appeared in times of danger, and other nations agreed that the hairy apparition was a messenger of warning, telling man to change the way. North American settlers started reporting sightings during the late 1800s and into the 1900s. With the occasional finding of footprints, sporadic encounters, and even a few grainy photos and videos adding to the mystery, those who claim to have seen Bigfoot have described everything from a large upright ape to an actual hairy human, sometimes standing over eight foot, eight feet tall and describing a powerful build. The debate and research continues. Entire organizations exist to study and document Bigfoot and prove its existence its existence and group regularly, such as the Northwest Woods, looking for the ultimate proof. In one very real sense, however, Bigfoot does, does exist. The Western Air Defense Sector, Washington Air National Guard, adopted the mascot of Bigfoot and operates 24 hours a day, seven days a week, monitoring the skies of nearly 73% of the United States and Canada. Just like the Bigfoot of the legend, the sector is rarely seen and rarely heard. But rest assured, it continues to observe and, if necessary, serve as a messenger or warning. The Loch Ness Monster Reports of a monster inhabiting Loch Ness dates back to an ancient time. Notably, local stone carvings by the Pict depict a mysterious beast with flippers. The first written account appears in, bi in a biography of St. Columbia from 565 A.D. According to the work, the monster bit a swimmer and was prepared to attack another man when Columbia intervented, ordering the beast to go back. It obeyed, and over the centuries, only occasional sightings were reported. Many of these alleged encounters seemed inspired by the Scottish folklore, which abounds with mystical water creatures. In 1933, the Loch Ness Monster's legend began to grow. 
At the time, a road adjacent to Loch Ness was finished offering an obstructive view of the lake. In April, a couple saw an enormous animal, which they compared to a dragon or prehistoric monster, and after it crossed their car's path, it disappeared into the water. This incident was reported in a Scottish newspaper. A numerous sightings followed. In December, in December 1933, the Daily Mail commissioned Mark, Mark Duke Weathery, a big game hunter, to locate the sea serpent. Along the lake shore, he found large footprints that he believed belonged to a very powerful, soft-footed mammal about 20 feet tall. However, uh, upon closer inspection, zoologists at the Natural History Museum determined that the tracks were identical and made with an umbrella stand or a stray ashtray that was a hippopotamus leg as his base. Whether his role in the hoax was unclear. Thank you everyone for tuning into my last episode of the Myths and Legends podcast. Hope you enjoyed these past episodes. This will be my last episode, so hope you enjoyed and found this interesting.